Welcome to the Encouraging Word Podcast. We seek to support listeners in their pursuit of Christ by sharing the Word of God and encouraging a time of personal study, reflection, and prayer. We are imperfect people trying to lose ourselves in the presence of a perfect God. Our sincere hope is that He would speak through us and feed you as only He can. Join us in this pursuit, opening your heart and mind to the life-changing power of the Gospel. Today I want to focus on the idea of work something that unfortunately seems to dominate modern life. In much of the world, and especially the United States, hard work and dedication are rewarded by employers and society alike. When most folks look to the Word these days for guidance on work, they find verses such as Proverbs 13.4, The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. And 1 Timothy 5.8, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, He has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. It is difficult to not let the ideas of the American dream and the modern corporate rat race color our interpretation of the Bible. But what happens when the rat race is over? Consider with me, if you will, Ecclesiastes 2, 18-26. The Vanity of Toil I hated all my toil in which I toil under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to a man who will come after me, and who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will be master of all, for which I toiled, and used my wisdom under the sun. This also was vanity. So I turned about and gave my heart up to despair over all the toil of my labors under the sun. Because sometimes a person who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave everything to be enjoyed by someone who did not toil for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. What has a man from all the toil and striving of heart with which he toils under the sun? For all his days are full of sorrow, and his work is a vexation. Even in the night his heart does not rest. This also is vanity. There is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. For apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? For to the one who pleases him God has given wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he has given the business of gathering and collecting, only to give to one who pleases God. This also is vanity and a striving after wind. This is the word of God. I am not saying that we shouldn't fulfill our obligations to our families and the church. We should be radically generous and dutifully supportive of those in our charge. But the next time you take the third or fourth overtime shift at work, consider for a moment Solomon's words. Eat, drink, and find enjoyment in your work. Don't get caught up in an endless cycle of amassing more wealth and status. Here we must acknowledge the reason that so many of us work so many hours. We must finance the pleasure-filled lifestyles we continually get lost in. At the beginning of this chapter, Solomon spoke to this as well. I said in my heart, Come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy yourself. But behold, this also was vanity. I said of laughter, It is mad. And of pleasure, what use is it? I searched with my heart how to cheer my body with wine, my heart still guiding me with wisdom, and how to lay hold of folly till I might see what was good for the children of man to do under heaven during the few days of their life. I made great works. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks and planted in them all kinds of fruit trees. I made myself pools from which to water the forest of growing trees. I bought male and female slaves, and had slaves who were born in my house. I had also great possessions of herds and flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold, 
and the treasure of kings and provinces. I got singers, both men and women, and many concubines, the delight of the sons of man. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me, and whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure, for my heart found pleasure in all my toil, and this was my reward for all my toil. Then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil I had expended in doing it, and behold, all was vanity and a striving after wind, and there was nothing to be gained under the sun. Ecclesiastes 2, 1 through 11. It doesn't matter how many things we try to fit into the hole in our heart, because all of them will fall short. We were designed with this cavity so that we would seek out the one thing that can satisfy, a close personal relationship with God. Lord Heavenly Father, we come to you today with thankful hearts for all that you are and all that you have done. We ask that you help us to remember that there is so much more to this life than the wealth that we can accumulate with our hands. Wealth that is here and then gone in the blink of an eye. Help us to remember that we are living not for this temporary world, but for the time to come. Let us not look to the pleasures of this life, things that excite for a moment, but in the end leave us thirsty for more and more and more. Give us hearts that are joyfully content in our current circumstances, finding enjoyment in the simplest of things. God, we seek to be consumed by our thirst for you and you alone. We ask these things in your matchless name. Amen.